Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. This is episode number two, guys. Um, bear with us in this episode because I haven't finally tuned my new uh, Zoom recorder. It's the H4N Pro that I'm recording on right now and the microphone setup. Um, again, I have a guest here today with me. It's Cody Spence again. Hey. So, uh, hopefully we're coming in loud and clear, literally. Hopefully y'all can hear us loud and clearly. Um, but basically today's episode is just kind of talking about our very recent trip to Sevierville and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So, um, we're going to get into just a little bit about the area and, um, what we had planned. So, uh, basically, um, I contacted you when, like almost a month ago. It was like three, three, four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Before our actual trip. Yeah. Three or four weeks before the trip. And I was like, dude, we, we've been talking about taking a trip. Just, you know, just the two of us going somewhere, guys trip and, uh, filming some content for the, for the vlog and everything. And, we decided that I saw a video a while back of um, it was the Endless Adventure uh, YouTube channel. They went through Sevierville, Tennessee, and I was like, man, that place looks fun. I've never been to Pigeon Forge or Sevierville. I've only been oh, to you've Gatlinburg. Never been, no, no. Oh, I thought you have. No, <clears throat> I've only been to Gatlinburg. I've been to Gatlinburg like plenty of times, but never really? the Pigeon Forge part of all that. So um, it was a new experience for me. Um, overall, our experience, I, I would say that it was a, a 8 or 9 out of 10. The only thing that um, really held it back from being a solid 10 was probably just traffic and crowds everywhere. Yeah. Worse than worse than when I go to Florida. Well, also, you didn't realize that uh, it was also spring break. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I did kind of mess that up a little bit. I... Um, Poor planning on my part is I didn't realize when spring break was, and um, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to go. You know, I have a regular nine to five, and I was like, I'll just request that off and take a week of vacation, and we'll take a weekend trip there. And no idea that uh, it was going to be spring break time. So, I mean, it was even more crowded. We saw a lot of New York and Michigan tags. Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of odd, but I guess... Um, my sister-in-law actually made a really great point is like those areas up North are a lot of those areas aren't opened up as much as down here, probably That's in true. the South uh, in general, uh, as far as the pandemic and coronavirus goes. So I think that maybe they were all just coming down for an escape. Yeah. To escape, just go to the mountains, go to something, um, <clears throat> kind of halfway instead of going all the way down to Florida, they go to the mountains and, uh, Southeastern Tennessee. So but I mean, I had a great, ex I had a great time, man. I mean, yeah, highlights fun. of the trip was going to the um, the Smoky Mountain, uh, what is it, knife museum? It was like the biggest museum knife store, store and museum in the country or in the world, possibly. And uh, also the that was the first thing we did when we got there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, first thing we did when we got there actually was eat at Flapjack's Pancake uh, Cabin, too. which was. Pretty, that was great. Pretty darn good, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, that might have been my highlight. That dude, you had you actually had flapjacks. You said they were amazing. Oh, they were great. And then you had. Even, I'm not even a big pancake guy. Yeah. What was your main entree? Uh, it was the 
uh, it was called the Spanish skillet, but basically it was just like like this skillet that just had uh, it was a layer of hash browns, and then on top of it was chorizo, and then two fried eggs on top uh, with some cheese, uh, pico de gallo. Uh, I think maybe a little bit of uh, cilantro had bell peppers and onions uh, chopped up uh, in it, and it, uh, I mean it, it, it looked really good. It looked really good. Um, I got the chicken and waffles, which is something else that I saw um, Allison from the Endless Adventure try, and I was kind of predetermined to get that from the get go. And when we got there, I scanned the menu and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with chicken and waffles that I really wanted. It sounds good. I don't usually get chicken and waffles, but boy, it was good. I mean, it was a deep Belgium style waffle in a skillet. And uh, sauce she gave you, it was like a hot honey sauce, basically just like a cayenne honey sauce to drizzle on top of the chicken. You even use the uh, syrup. Yeah, I, I used the honey sauce, and I drizzled the syrup on oh, the pancake. Oh, which, by the way, the uh, syrup, she brought the syrup out in, uh, oh, in a yeah. glass jar, and it was nice and warm. Yeah, it was heated syrup, um, which apparently, according to Cody's dad, that's how it's that, supposed yeah. to be served. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always just put cold syrup on hot food, and then that kind of heated it as I, I ate it, but I had no idea about the serving syrup actually hot. I wonder if they do that in Canada with maple syrup. I guess so. I mean, you would think, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, I well, know. I mean, I'm, I mean, who knows? Because I because I didn't know about it. Uh, me and my dad was actually on a trip the week before, and uh, at the hotel he had got waffles, and he was not happy that the syrup <laughs> was cold or room temperature. So, oh, Alan Spence got upset <sighs> with the with the temperature of the syrup. It ain't right. It ain't right. You better heat that syrup up, boy. Get out, Dodge. Get out of Dodge. So, yeah, I think that overall it was a great experience. Uh, Flapjacks was awesome. Right after we left Flapjacks, we did. We went to the world's largest knife store museum. And I can't confirm it 100%, but I'm pretty sure that that holds up because this place was massive. It was it was overwhelming. We got there about 30 to 40 minutes early. And there was already a little bit of a line, maybe about like mm-hmm. four different families out there waiting already when we pulled up. About 20 minutes early, yeah. Yeah. Like, waiting to get into this place. And we were like, what's the big deal? I mean, it's going to open up. I and mean, you think, in our minds, we thought like it's waiting outside like an academy or a dick sporting goods or something. Like, there's just going to be a few people that really need to go in and get some like specific things. Yeah, or get something. in and uh, get out. Well, no, that's not the case. I mean, r- five minutes before they opened, tons of people rushed in. Yeah, we sat there in the car thinking, okay, yeah, we're whatever. Like, yeah, so, whatever. This is no big deal. I mean, we're going to get in. Come in. It's going to kind of be like, yeah, more more and more showed up. And you think that we're just going to go in. It's going to be like a leisurely stroll through this place. Well, no. I mean, 40, 50 people plus probably show up like five minutes before doors open. Doors open. They all rush in. We were like, well, maybe we should get out too. Let's, <laughs> let's get in there. Yeah, parking lot was a mess. Some guy had to park right next to me. Yeah. I was like, worried about that. Caddy cornered right next to him. Like I, he, he was almost going to have to get out on my side, the passenger side, because he was so close. Um, and the guy just thought it was it was fine to park like that. But <laughs> it was so weird. Like, we go in, and then you just see, like, you're overwhelmed. There's just knives. There's literally knives. There's upstairs, everywhere. downstairs. 
I mean, it's, it's, I mean, all you upstairs, see is not downstairs. Everywhere. There was a little corner that was just like tucked away called the knife cave or something. I mean, they had all kinds. Of, there was a waterfall in there. I mean, it was it was massive. It was like going to Bass Pro Shops, but just for, for knives. knives. Well, except for the bottom. The bottom level had a lot of stuff for guns, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Downstairs had a gun section. It was a pretty big gun section, and also they had. So, the, so the best way to describe it is the downstairs was broken up into three parts. The uh, gun section. Uh, was one as soon as you go down and then you turn a corner and you're in the antique section, uh, uh, section, which is where you have like, like for example, I probably stood there for about 10 minutes looking at a 1863 army, uh, uh revolver, which was 2000 bucks <laughs> that I wanted to buy, but yeah, I did not like, want to fork that out. Like we get in the car afterwards and he's like, dude, I found the second one of those I've ever seen. And it is amazing. And I was like, what? The second one? Like, that's what you were looking at? Yeah. I mean, but the the museum part's upstairs, and there's mm. all kind of different, like, sections. There was an art, like, an Arctic section. There was one about, uh, what was the one? I thought it was Mayans, but it was Chinese. It looked Asian. Like, uh, it looked like it might have been Chinese or. Uh, I, I have no idea. Uh, Mandarin, maybe. It was insane, though. I mean, they had all kinds of stuff and relics. They had old timey West um, stuff, stuff in frames, stuff in cases. Area. Yeah, World War Two, Civil War, Civil yeah, War. They had I mean, Civil War. They had uh, Western, which was which was right after Civil War. Uh, base stuff. They had. Uh, we learned that in episode one. Listen to Lamb Chop, episode one. Yeah. Wild Wild West. Eighteen ninety. Eighteen. Only thirty year period. <laughs> Uh, get out of Dodge. Get out of Dodge. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a very cool experience. It was very overwhelming, like I said. I mean, and within the first 30 minutes of being in there, first 30 minutes was okay. I mean, All there's right. people in there. We're walking around. We're looking. We're looking. After, After that 30-minute mark, it got insanely packed and crowded in there to the point where you were almost shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with people. And you were trying to stand and look at something, but then you felt pressured to move along because people just kept crowding you and everything. And all the specific knife stations, they had like Gerber and Kershaw um, and all these different places where you could go and actually look at that brand's knives. And there was only one person working each station. So all these places were taken up. You couldn't go and get in anywhere because there was one dude trying to check out like Oh yeah, seven or eight of the knives. So, all right. So this this is Gavin's part of the trip where he got upset, and, and I'm sure we'll get to to me later on. But uh, Gavin was getting pretty 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 mad with <laughs> there was there was one guy. I couldn't at, help yeah. it, man. I mean, it was it was very irritating. I, all I wanted to do was look at like one knife, one, one knife, knife one at one knife. counter that had one worker, and this one guy was like, "Yeah, I'll try that one." Yeah, he's too short. Let me try this. The guy working the counter kept looking at me, making eye contact, right and I kept expecting him to be like, well, sir, while he's looking at that, you want to look at this? But I think possibly they might have a policy that's like only one knife out of the case at a time. I'm that sure. Way there's no one. With one worker. Yeah, yeah, with one worker. I'm sure that they don't, they, they're not allowed to take more than one knife out of the case at a time before the other one's put back. I think that's probably policy, something about, you know, 
it I mean, probably, it's easier for him to keep his eyes on it, too. Yeah, it, it reduces the, the... He can't be handing out knives and then be like, all right, I got four knives out. Yeah, I mean, you can't just keep keep an eye on that. Yeah. So, reduces shrink. I mean, he's not going to be... Reduces theft and stuff, yeah. too. So, But uh, this guy just kept asking to see all these knives. What about that one? What about that one right there? How about that gray one, third down from the left, uh, the bottom? And I'm like, dude, like... Your wife and daughters are sitting here waiting on you to move on to something else, and you just keep looking at every single knife. And I, I literally just need to look at one, and then I'm probably going to buy that one that I look at. But see, I walked in thinking that it, you know this place was just going to be a like you just go and you just go look around, and then when you see a knife, oh that's cool, and then then you'll try. I didn't I didn't think it was like a you know let me test it, let me fill it out, like trying to get ready for battle or something. Oh yeah, like they were like they were all over in this grip. This grip is the perfect grip, but it's not the blade's not right. Let me see it's one with this grip. Yeah, half an inch too short. Let me see one with the grip with a blade that's just right. Serrated, please. You got something a, with Damascus steel? Damascus. Let me get that Damascus. That's what you that's what you would have oh, wanted. Oh, I love Damascus steel. <laughs> I got the Damascus steel. It's better than that regular old time steel. It's not it's not it's not a it's not as it's shiny. <laughs> Speaking of steel, you want to talk about stop number two? Stop number two. What was stop number two? Oh, oh yeah. So we stopped at the uh, steel. The steel. The steel. So yeah, we stopped at um, a distillery um, to check out what all they had in there. Obviously, it's like legal moonshine and. So we go in there, and uh, the guy is giving out little sample, little samples. They're like in little tiny communion cups, and uh, he'll pour you whatever you want. So I just walk up there, and I'm like, you know what? I just want to know what the most popular item is. And he goes, well, these are all 35 of our these most popular our best, items. Best flavors here on this wall. The whole wall are our best flavors. And I'm like, so you can't even narrow it down. He's like. I ain't gotta apologize for none of them. Yeah, that's that's the only thing he kept. So he kept repeating himself. Almost everything he said, he repeated. It's like a script, almost. Yeah, it was so weird. It was almost like this guy was animatronic. Um, big, big old white guy, big bright red, cherry red face, uh, sweating. Um, I had to taste that product, make sure it was all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he was drunk, but you know, <laughs> but I, it was a nice guy. Was, yeah, he was, was super, super nice. Guy. Super nice. <laughs> Um, he was going to let us try anything we wanted, but he, uh, I asked him, I said, well, what's your favorite? You know, I wouldn't apologize for anything up there. And he said that like 17 times while we were there. Probably try something. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> I really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you I very really much for saying that. that. Thank you. He, he gave me this one. It was pina colada flavor. And I, I said, dude, that, that, uh, you know, that shows up Malibu right there. And he's like, I appreciate you for saying that to me, boy. <laughs> And, Bar. I'm, and I'm like, yeah, you're welcome, sir. Uh, so uh, also, a woman walked in wearing a mask, and he was basically like, hey, you can take that mask off, because uh, anything on this wall right here will kill that coronavirus. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my gosh. All right, cool. Um, he did, halfway through taste, we tasted like a uh, a Chaco one that tasted like a Wendy's I was frosty. just curious like how it worked. I didn't even want to try it. Yeah, I mean, we were just kind of tasting stuff because we had never heard of banana pudding moonshine and stuff like that. So he was just pouring us little little bitty tastings. We were tasting them, and then in the middle, he goes, y'all need a palate cleanser. Why don't y'all swish this around in your mouth real quick and swallow it, and it's just going to so help I you out. I literally swished it in my mouth. 
I did not. I put it in and I shot it back just like the rest of them. Well, I lost my breath. <laughs> yeah, it was so strong. I don't know what kind of proof it was, but it was it was ridiculous. a lot. Yeah, it was. And then the next some heavy duty the, stuff. Uh, the the next sample, I couldn't even taste it. <laughs> I could not taste it with. <laughs> With that cleanser, dude, it was it was bad. And then yeah, the next one, I I, I couldn't I couldn't taste it either. I was still burning from the. How was that? Oh, <coughs> oh, you're asking me how that was, was that, that was good. triple strength Listerine yeah. that you just gave us to drink? That was magnificent, dude. That's what it felt like, to be honest with you. Um, so we left there, and then we just kind of rode around for a while, did some shopping and whatnot, and then we finally made it to our hotel room. I'm not going to say the name of the place we stayed, but I will say that, you know, it wasn't the best place I've ever stayed, but it definitely it wasn't, wasn't the worst. It wasn't fancy by no means, but, I, I, but but for what we came there to do, it was a pretty nice, I mean, I mean, you know, not fancy, but it was a nice Oh, yeah, it definitely nice it, it suited our needs because yeah. all we need, it had two queen beds in it, it was a bathroom, clean. a sink, and it was, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was clean enough. There were some spots around there that could have been cleaner. I mean, the 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 place itself could have been a little bit cleaner, but I mean it wasn't bad. Um, it also came with a mini fridge and a microwave, so that was a big plus. Oh yeah, that's all big, big big plus. plus. So we were able to keep our drinks cold and reheat any food that we had left over. Um, take our leftovers back to the hotel room with us, so that was a big plus. Um, after that, we went back out and we tried to go get dinner at uh, oh, that was a pain. The Blue Moose Burgers and Wing Joint. Where? The blue moose. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, something we just. Now what I call it? Blue moon. Yeah, the Cody, blue moon. Cody kept calling it the blue moon the whole time, and I'm like, no, no, it's, I, I don't think it's a brewery. I don't think we're going to blue moon. So, but we finally like so uh, we we got there and people before us it was like a 14 person party, and then the people before them was a 10 person party. They kept being told two hour wait time. And that they would text them whenever their table's ready. And we're like, wow, that's crazy. We know it's just, it's just me and Cody. So we're like, okay, surely, like, they, they have got a corner booth or they got, you know, a tiny yeah. little place to squeeze us or the or bar, somewhere, bar somewhere, somewhere to put two people just to eat, get Look, their food in, and then leave. The first thing I noticed was the outside area was completely empty. Yeah, they had their whole outside area with like probably eight or nine different tables with the umbrellas out over them. That place was completely shut down, which didn't make sense to me. Uh, it didn't make even more sense the next day when it was actually open. Right. But uh, And it was packed outside. Yeah, it was packed outside. So, But anyways, they told as far us, as that night. Yeah, that night, 5, 5 p.m. So, I mean, it was we're getting closer to prime dinner time. Cody's like, uh, yeah, we got two. He's like, that'll be an hour, hour and a half, and like, you know, possibly two hours. And I was like, I'm like, dude, that's that's insane. But we say, okay, we wait. We go back out to the car. We sit in the car. We're talking about it. Do we want to wait? Do we want to leave? Do we want to wait? I keep saying, let's so go Gavin 15 wants minutes. To, well, no, no, hold up. I kept saying 15. No. I said, let's wait 15 minutes. This guy minutes was already kind of kind of ill about it. Well, at first, I was like, that's a ridiculous wait time for two people. But then. I'm like, let's just wait 15 but, minutes and but we'll see what happens. To be fair, was when they asked me, "Is that okay?" I turned straight to you and I, and I was like, "Come on." And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, well, I mean, what else are we gonna do? I mean, you think that you think that they're kind of bsing a little bit, like you don't think they're really gonna make us wait two hours until we waited 45 minutes and the the party count yeah. didn't go down halfway. So, so what happened? <clears throat> uh, well, first off, they they sent you a text message. 
and you can check to see how many parties are ahead of you before you get called, which was pretty neat. I did like that. I mean, it was a cool system, but um, the situation right. really, really stunk. So we get to the car. We're sitting there, and we're waiting. And Gavin's like, oh, nah, let's just go. Let's just go. And I'm like, well, all right, let's go. Well, let's just wait 50 more minutes. I can't, dude. Uh, well, I, all right. I wanted to give up hope, and I wanted to go somewhere else. But then, realistically, all the other restaurants we passed, parking lots full everywhere else too. So in the back right. of my mind, I'm I'm thinking, well, we can just wait it out here. We'll but eventually... this was a, a big marker for you on this trip. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this, like, was, this like, was one of the restaurants you like had, you, yeah. I wanted to go to before we even arrived. Like I looked up everything about this place, burgers and wings, and I really wanted some of their wings. So I mean. We it was a place that was like a must if we were to go, and I thought you know I I had no idea. Once again, we didn't know it was spring break, we didn't know that it was going to be this crowded. Everything was packed. Everything was going to have wait times. So we wait forty five minutes. Awful traffic was terrible um, around that strip. It got better towards Sevierville, but in the Pigeon Forge like area right there, the immediate I don't know probably. Five or six miles the right part. there was yeah. absolutely terrible. Um, it took you 20 minutes to get some, like, three minutes down the road. So That's where I was getting ill. Yeah, that's where Cody was getting very ill the entire time. He was, uh, he was saying some choice words to some people and just getting really fired up behind the wheel. I was trying to calm him down, but at the same time, I mean, it, it was very frustrating. But, but at the same time, I was, I was, I was a little tired, too. <laughs> I'm going to keep in mind, I worked all day the day before driving a truck. (laughs) Dealing with that all day. It was was just, it was rough. It was about vacation, man. Vacation. I wanted to relax. I want to relax on vacation, but no no rest for the weary over here in Pigeon Forge. No. Uh, We decide to leave after 45 minutes. We cancel. It was probably 50 minutes by the time we actually canceled. We cancel it. We leave. We go to this place. Our backup was called Monster Mash Burger. We get there, the parking lot's full, but we're hopeful. We go in, a party that's waiting outside, only one family waiting outside. Yeah, they we're get walking called for their table. And this t- this this group or this family, as we're walking up, oh, our table's ready. So they go in and we're we're standing there what, at least eight minutes. Yeah, right behind, behind them in line. And, and then and, and there's no hostess. There's no host, hostess, there's no, no I don't see waitresses. I don't see a, yeah, waiter or waitress. Like, I don't even see kitchen staff. Yeah, you there's no customers. one. You see customers, and like the people that are sitting down don't even have food yet. Number one is one thing I noticed, and then mm-hmm. there were still people on the inside sitting on benches waiting to get a table as well. Right. So like eight to ten minutes, this family who is their table is ready. Yeah, to they've been go. called for the table. They're still sitting there waiting for the hostess to come and take them to their escort table. Escort them to the table. So like it's 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 ridiculous, and we're sitting there behind them thinking like, well, I mean, we're gonna get on a waiting list, and then. All these other people have to be seated too, and like these people that are sitting down out in the dining room still don't have food. I look at Cody immediately, and I'm just like, "You want to get out of here?" And he's like, "Yeah." We yeah. turn around, we bounce. Our next option at this point, we're we're hopeless. We, we say Popeyes. We weren't happy at this point, and Popeyes was right there. At this point, we had already been searching for dinner for about an hour, an hour and, half. and a half. Yeah. So Popeyes was right there. When we first pa- passed Popeyes, there were two cars in line. By the time oh, we left wrapped around now. Monster Mash, it, it was wrapped around the building. And we were like, this is this is crazy. Let's ride to the other side of Sevierville. 
the way that we came in here and just see if there's anything else that we passed that we might just want to stop and eat. So we go down there a while, and there's not really nothing. There's just, you know, at at this point, we are still hopeful for a nice sit-down restaurant. So I'm just something, passing we, Burger King, We wanted Taco something Bell, different like than what we could have right, at our at hometown. Home. And so, yeah, we only passed Burger King, so we Pizza Hut, all these other places, and we keep driving for about 15, 20 we minutes. We completely leave Sevierville. <laughs> Yeah, we completely leave where we are staying completely, and there's nothing we pass. So, and so at this I, point, I told him I'm, I get a phone call. I'm on the phone. Yeah, he's just and like, I just, hey, just pick to something him. or turn around. I said, just pick the next thing you see, or just turn around. And we'll go somewhere. And so he's driving. I'm talking on the phone. I finally hang up, and right as I hang up the phone, out of the corner of my eye, on the way back towards Sevierville, I, I see out of the corner of my eye some neon lights. I look, it's El Machete. Mexican bar and grill, and I said, dude, El Machete doesn't look packed. Let's go. I half expected Cody to keep driving, but he Because we're in the far it. right lane. Yeah, he whips it all the way over into the left lane, into the turning lane, whips a Yui into the parking lot, and we are in this building within a minute, less oh. than a minute and a half from the time. I'm like, El Machete, let's go. I wasn't playing at this point. <laughs> we're irritated. We are ill. We want food. Because we had actually, we, we enjoyed breakfast so much. I was like, you know what? I could eat lunch, so I'm going to ask. So I asked Cody, and Cody's like, no, I'm still full from breakfast. So let's just skip lunch. So we skip lunch. So by this point, we are actually really hungry. Well, I'm still okay. This guy's like, you ain't hungry yet? <laughs> no, 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 no. By the time we were looking at 6 o'clock, I think that you were starting to get hungry. I was still fine at that point. But th- that's also because I eat once a day. Anyways, how many so, times do you eat a day? I only eat once a day. I eat okay. one big dinner. So I mean, I could have waited too, but I wanted. I was up. I was really upset because we weren't going to get what we went there. Blue to Moose. Get. I wanted some blue. He wanted moose. some wings. So I wanted some wings from Blue Moose, and we couldn't get them. So we uh, kept looking, but we got in this place. We walk in. The dude walks up, seats us. We have drinks within two minutes, and within ten to fifteen minutes, we actually have our food. And um, no wait time to get in. We we were seated. We were served immediately. It was a magnificent experience. And even though we can have Mexican food here at home, this place was exceptionally good. It was different. It was, it, it, it was unique in its own little way. Yeah. Does that make sense? So. I liked it. Um, it was great. Oh, and we, uh, because of our little... Yeah, because of Adventure. our dinner escapades, and we were so worried about finding food, and we thought that possibly later in the night we'd be hungry again. And we were fortunate enough <clears throat> to get a hotel room with a microwave and refrigerator. We ordered a lot of food. <laughs> we got two fajitas. Uh, we got two, two orders of fajitas for two to go. I had a I had a steak quesadilla while i was there and cody had some tacos while we were there so we kind of had like appetizers while we were there with our chips and salsa and we ordered a beer and then after that we left and then later in the night we were able to heat up some more food and eat it um and it was delicious so i mean shout out to el machete in severeville tennessee and and victor he was our he was our server he was a nice guy uh, he was pretty busy that night, I think. Yeah, I he, I, yeah he was just, bit, man, he was focused. <laughs> he was focused because I started talking to him, and I was trying to thank him, you know, profusely for the service and everything. And I was curious about the location because it said now open, which now, you and know. It looked kind of kind of newish. Yeah, like it looked very fresh and new, clean in there. So I it, I thought it was a brand new, 
like establishment. Maybe that's why people didn't know about it. Maybe that's why it wasn't crowded. Well, in retrospect, I'm thinking that possibly the dining room had shut down because of the pandemic and now had recently been reopened. So I'm asking him, hey, man, so how long have y'all been open? And he goes, about a year. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then as I'm still talking to him, this dude just darts off to another table. And I'm like, okay, thanks, Victor. I was uh, in the middle of talking, but, you know, you're cool. So we leave him some generous tips, I think. And then uh, we walk out. And as we're walking out, I'm like, Victor, thank you so much, man. You made our night. And we left. So El Machete was uh, a highlight of the trip, I think, for at least that first night because we had a... It was a miracle. (laughs) Yeah, it it felt like an oasis. So uh, it, it, it was it was pretty, pretty fun to uh, be able to find something like that to um, to eat because the chips and salsa were great. The quesadilla was great. The tacos were great. And the fajitas were great. The fatijas were <laughs> awesome. So uh, after that, though, I think we went back to the hotel room. We chilled for the night. The next day came, and uh, we were supposed to go to – the courthouse donuts, it was like world-renowned courthouse donuts. You get to make whatever kind of donuts you want with whatever ingredients they have on hand. And um, lo and behold, I checked the hours, and it says permanently closed. So sometime in the midst of the uh, pandemic, they had to shut their doors permanently, and I did not know this. This was also another plan for our trip was to go to this place, and we did not get to. So it was a bummer. So then we rearranged plans again. This was actually the morning of my birthday. So we end up going straight to get coffee and we went to Crave Golf Club, which was um, pretty fun. It was a, a place for mini golf. It's a candy shop and it also has mini bowling and escape rooms in it. We went there for the $17.99 deal to play 18 holes of putt putt. 18. Oh, 38. 38, sorry. Yeah, it was 19 holes per uh, yeah, course. Yeah, those who play, who play golf, the 19th hole was one of those where you put it and you lose your ball. Yeah. So it was so, 36 real holes. Yeah, 36 real holes. And we didn't putt the first time on the 19th because we were going to the rooftop course afterwards. So we did the 18 on the inside, took our ball and putter to the roof and played that course and it was pretty fun i mean it's your typical mini golf game but uh it was kind of hot too oh uh, man we got I, some sun that morning it was like like 80 82 degrees or something like that so after we played mini golf the plan was to go straight to blue moose to get lunch because we figured lunch was not going to be as busy as dinner we weren't giving up on the blue moose we didn't give up. We went back, and uh, it was not as busy, but it was still pretty busy. About a 15-minute wait. So, yeah, 15-minute wait. We got in with about 10 minutes to go. Yeah. And um, it was uh, it was everything that I hoped for, anyway. I mean, the service was pretty good. While As we, you know, the only thing negative about that place is that you have to try to get in. You have to be able to time it perfect and get in. And the inside's so, kind of a small small place too like as far as like room to walk yeah the booths were kind of small I and mean, it was kind of tight but it i mean it was, just, it was just it was just very busy in there too um but the food was great i mean the wings were crispy on the outside very hot and juicy on the inside the ranch was amazing the fried pickles were good 
Cody had what kind of burger did you get? I had a uh, Hawaiian luau burger, which was uh, a half pound uh, burger patty, grilled pineapples, bacon, and a <clears throat> type of uh, habanero, like a mango or pineapple habanero hot sauce uh, that was drizzled on top. And uh, that was great. I asked the server because that was the only burger that had like you know the three little peppers. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the name. So I was like, uh, "How spicy is this?" He's like, "Well, uh, do you like spicy food?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, yeah." Uh, he's like, "Well, I would still recommend you uh, get the sauce on the side." The sauce on the side. They didn't put the sauce on the they, side. They didn't do that, but they hardly put any sauce on he had, the. He had to get some extra sauce, and it still wasn't enough. But it still wasn't spicy. It was what, spicy. I, I actually mean? took off a piece of my lemon pepper wing and dipped it in that sauce. It was good, though. It was flavorful, yeah. It was sweet. It was a sweet and spicy sauce, but it wasn't spicy as far as habanero goes. It was mm-hmm. weird. Like, there wasn't enough habanero. Too much sweet. Um, but it was tasty. It was great. So, apparently, they stand by their name, Wings, Burgers and Wings, because their burgers and their wings are both good, as far as we're concerned. Um, so, I think that... If, if it is a 10-minute wait, even a 20-minute wait, it's probably worth it. Um, two hours, though, for two people, that's a little excessive. I think we were right by trying to leave, but the food there is amazing. So if you can get in, please go try Blue Moose Burgers and Wings and uh, Pigeon Forge because it was amazing. Um, after that, um, things kind of turned for the worse for me. I had an just an absolutely terrible headache. Um, I don't know if it was a migraine or what, but my the back of my eyes hurt. Lunch, right? Yeah, it was like the end tail end of lunch. I'm trying to enjoy my last couple wings, but I am miserable. I I can't get enough water. I ordered a beer. I ended up giving my beer to Cody because I couldn't drink any alcohol. Uh, I just wanted water, and I think looking back, I think that I was possibly dehydrated. We did the putt putt. I didn't drink hardly any water the whole trip until this point, and I had a couple glasses at lunch. Um, I went to the CVS next door, got some Excedrin, took that, drank a ton of water, and then we went back to the hotel room, and I think we both ended up taking almost a two-hour nap. And That was great. Yeah, Cody got refreshed, and my when I woke up, I felt amazing. I was still jealous because he got a nap the first, what was it, the first night we got there? Did I? Yeah, like a 20-minute. Oh, yeah, I probably took a little. 30-minute nap. I didn't get to 20-minute cat nap. But uh, I needed this nap, guys. I needed it bad because something was wrong. I needed that medicine to kick in. I needed my body to, like, rest and hydrate for a minute. And so those two hours were phenomenal. We woke up. I think we watched a movie or something on the hotel TV. And then that's when we finally started getting ready for the night's event, which was for my birthday. We got tickets to a Pirate's Voyage, which is a dinner show in Pigeon Forge. And um, it was pretty great. Um, we got there extremely early. We we tried to go shopping in a couple well, of places. It, it was just packed. I, yeah, it was just I mean, packed, and we didn't want to packed. fight and traffic. The parking lot was already already full over there at the Pirates because because we we ended up across the street and we went to the uh, uh, the jerky outlet. Yeah, we went to the jerky outlet, which by the way has some really awesome stuff in there. But it is so so I wouldn't say it's overpriced, expensive. but it is expensive. expensive. It was like it was all right, so the uh, big. Uh, what is it? It's like a 30, 32 ounce 
or not even a 32 ounce. It might have been. I don't, I'm, I'm not even sure. I don't. It's less than two pound bag of beef jerky. I mean, the biggest kind of bag you can find at like Walmart was 30 you, something bucks. You can buy it. Yeah, you can buy one one of those bags at your regular retail grocery store for probably 12.99, 13, maybe even 15.99. This was like 30, like 39 dollars. It was like almost 40 dollars a bag. So if you got three, it was 110 dollars. And if you get the mini three ounce bag, it was ten ninety nine for three ounces of beef jerky. So the best deal there was just to grab five of the meat sticks for ten dollars, and even that was expensive. But we didn't want to leave there empty handed. But uh, I just got some hot sauce. He ended up getting uh, beef jerky is expensive. Yeah, the the guy convinced him to get a how many pound two pound bag of pretzels. I think it's Dots Homestyle pretzels. They're from North Dakota. Um, it's the original seasoning and everything, and it's almost like having Chex Mix just packed into pretzel twist, and they're amazing. I mean, they have great flavors, a good snack. Um, I got them mainly because I, I do enjoy pretzels, but my wife loves them, so um, I got them for her to snack I think on. How he 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 sold it to you? He did sell it well because he says, like, "Dude, like," and I was like, "Dude, uh, I don't." Yeah, he did say that. I said, <laughs> I said, well, what's your favorite thing in the store? And I was expecting him to, to name a jerky or something. He goes, dude, honestly, that two-pound bag of pretzels, I just keep buying them. Every time I run out, I buy another one. And he's like, if you like garlic knots, like garlic bread, it's basically like that but with, with the, the crunch, crunch of a pretzel. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I mean, okay. Sold. Sold. Let me get it. It was $15 for a two-pound bag of pretzels. But you know what? I got two pounds of pretzels now. How many pretzels do you have? Uh, do you still have those? Oh yeah, we have at least a at least a pound and a half left. And we've only been back for half we've only a day. been back for a day. So we ate a big bowl last night. The whole family was kind of snacking on a big old bowl, and then Darby had like another handful. So with with her eating on them, there's no telling. I bet she's she's she, she might be snacking. Right now, yeah, she's so. probably snacking on them right now. To be honest with you, but um, it'll be gone by. Wednesday. Shoot. I hope not. If she does, we'll, we have a problem. But, uh, yeah, we were trying to kill time because we didn't want to fight traffic on the way to this dinner show. So we finally show up, and even in the parking lot there, we waited for another 20, 30 minutes. See people lining up, and we're like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. So we were only in line for about 10 minutes before they opened doors, and the process after that was very – very speedy, I think. I and mean, we walked up, we got our tickets, we waited in line for another five, maybe ten minutes at the most. Let us in, and we got seats, and we got seats right there in the front of the entire stage. So yeah, we could downstairs, see both sides. Center. Yeah, downstairs, bottom row, center. I mean, we were in front of everything, and it was it was a pretty cool show. If you like acrobats, live animals, um, you know, just all the theatrics, it was a, it was good stuff. Food. Yeah, the food was good too. I mean, they gave us fried chicken, ham, some uh, creamy uh, vegetable soup with a biscuit, and then they topped it all off with uh, apple turnover. It was very mm-hmm. flaky, crispy, and uh, warm in the center. So it was uh, good. Yeah, this guy was having fun. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> I, I got into it. Like you know, he, I don't he, I don't go did. to dinner shows often, but when I do go to dinner shows, I like to participate because other than that, there's no reason to go. I mean, other than that, I can just watch it on TV. 
or something. So I rather see, go and participate. See, so, I just want to sit there and watch the show and enjoy the show. Cody doesn't like to participate, but when Blackbeard said to get up and raise the glass, raise the glass, ahoy, matey! Gosh. I got up and I was, guy was like, yeah, raise your glass, Sapphire! <laughs> yeah, Team Sapphire! So, you know, split into Team Sapphire, Team Crimson. We were Team Sapphire, but, you know, Team Crimson's captain was... <laughs> she was she a pretty, was pretty girl. So, uh, we, you know, but she was an enemy, so... Anyway... It was a, it was a super fun experience. I enjoyed myself, um, and we did get the little souvenir mugs, so that's mm-hmm. cool. But um, it was a fun time. It was a great time to cap off my, my 29th uh, birthday dinner, and uh, we had a blast. I think. Oh yeah. So that night after that, we kind of went back uh, to the hotel, hung out, and then the next morning we woke up, gathered all our stuff, unpacked, check out of the hotel got coffee, and set sail back for home. So uh, that was basically it. We actually had some other high hopes. We had plans to do the observation wheel, 250-foot Ferris wheel out there. It was packed back there. It was packed. We didn't get to the Pepper Palace to get some cool hot sauce, but Cody was able to snag some from the beef jerky store across the street. Um, it was like a, it was like trying to go to an amusement park to get to all that stuff, and you had to park in a yeah, certain parking lot. Yeah, there's only like two ways in. Like the like in the back, there was like a huge parking lot, like you would see at a uh, Six Flags or a. It was just too Disney World or something. It, I mean, it was just awful. They had buses coming and shuttling you. Yeah, uh, we were the parking lot to the to the gate, and then the other entrance, which was by the pirates. It was. I'm talking about. It was. We car- couldn't we couldn't cross the street yeah. to get into yeah, that. It was bad, and like we were already fighting regular traffic the entire time. Yeah, it was we were like bumper at to that get in point. There. We were like we were willing to sacrifice the pepper store and the Ferris wheel because we didn't want to fight the traffic trying to get in or out of that chaos. Also, we never made it into. We did make it barely into the Tanger outlets. We never got out of the car because it was so chaotic. People were about to like hit people's cars get ran over it was just we we got in and we immediately found a way to get out i think that's when the whole driving thing really got me <laughs> like i was doing all right and then we got <laughs> to the tanger outlets and i was <laughs> he was doing fine until we got to the tanger outlets and then after that he's just like i've had enough <laughs> i've had it so uh <laughs> Dude, it was bad man you had i mean you had to have felt bad, bad for me having to deal with that Oh, yeah. I was just trying to help you navigate and watch out on the other side and try to look for things you didn't see just to make sure we got out of there alive because, like, that place was nuts. Um, but um, another thing we didn't do that we had sort of planned on was to go and uh, get tickets to the Hidden Caverns and go on that little boat tour under underground and everything. I but, totally forgot about that. Yeah, I honestly had forgotten about it, too. And then by the time we did everything else, it was just like we didn't really have enough time to do everything. And everything else that we could have had time to do, it was just fighting traffic or fighting the crowds to get to it. But that was the thing. It Like, like the whole trip... <clears throat> which we did do this, like the stuff that you wanted to do, you had to do that first thing. And yeah, that's then, what we then, decided. And then so, the rest of the day, you just kind of just pull around, walk, kind of just yeah, we just kind of waste time, went around wasting time. But like all the stuff that you want to do while you're there, this specific time we couldn't do because of the crowds and traffic, and it was just too crowded. Like it was like people were waiting in lines at the uh, 
the other, like the wax museum and stuff, you saw them waiting on that hill for probably hours in to get sun. in. In the sun. It was, it was just like, we didn't sign up for that. We were there to have a good time and to like go do a few specific things and to film stuff for the vlog. So we were like, we're not doing that. Like we're not here to sit in a two hour line just to go see the wax museum. I'm sure it's cool. And like, it would have been fun to go there, but we didn't. There's a lot of things like that that they have there that we could have It wasn't worth it at that point. But all in all, I think it was a great trip. It was a fun trip. It was the second trip me and Cody have ever taken. Just the two of us, just the two of us. (laughs) So, uh, we went to uh, Savannah and River Street and stuff like probably six, seven years ago. And now this was the second trip we were been able to take. And it Savannah was Savannah Street. River Street. River Street. Okay. River Street in Savannah. Okay. <laughs> Tybee Island. I thought you said Savannah Street. Savannah Street. No. Savannah Street. R- River Street. Uh, Tybee Island was fun too. So uh, it was the second time we were able to take this uh, trip together. And I think we had a blast. It was fun. Even just even traveling there and back, we had fun. You know, just listening to music, playing yeah, around. Traveling there was great. Yeah, traveling back wasn't too bad. The it weather went, the weather bad. wasn't as good as going, but we also woke up and were like super energized on the way there. We woke up at four a.m., took five hour energy shots, and then just so we could you know get yeah, and there. then got on the road and we had a blast just because by then we were like deliriously still kind of tired but energized. Well, yeah, and, like, but like I mean it was. It was four in the morning. There was no traffic, which made me thrilled. Oh yeah. And then we were just sitting there jamming the whole time. Yeah, it was good stuff. So uh thank thank God we made it there and made it back safely. Um overall experience with the whole thing, probably an eight point five out of ten. Just because we had to fight so much with traffic and crowds and got turned away by some of the restaurants that uh we wanted to eat at just because we weren't willing to wait for that long of a time, but everything else was uh, absolutely perfect. I think, and uh, we had a blast. So I would definitely recommend if you want to take a trip to Sevierville or Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, go don't do, do it. it during spring break. Yeah, you check the schedule. Be smarter than we were. Don't go to during spring break. Go when it's less crowded. Which I'm not sure if it ever is less crowded, but if there is ever a time to go when it's less crowded. Find that time and go. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking. I mean, is that place always packed? It could be. I mean, we I don't. We don't really be. know. It might be almost that packed, and it was. I mean, just every that time much I've more. ever been, this I think it's been packed. It's packed, dude. I mean, it's a popular place, popular uh, vacation location. So, uh, guys, um, I think that we're about to wrap up the second episode of the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. Just want to thank you so much for all the love and support on the YouTube channel and on here. And um, guys, if you want to go to hw if you want to go to hwlf.com and snag some gear from the uh, He Would Love First campaign and everything, you can use my code all caps GLTV for a ten percent off discount. So uh, go get some gear from them, and also just uh, always. Keep the faith. Faith moves mountains. Thank you so much for uh, listening and tuning in. And uh, this is your host, Gavin Lamb, signing off.